that these men would be fair, but he did not suppose he and Spitz would ever be friends. On and on the boat went. Sometimes a bell would ring, and there was always the noise of the engine. Each day the air felt colder. Then one day everything was quiet, and Buck knew the boat had stopped. Perrault and Francois came down to take the dogs off. Buck was glad to be out in the air again, but as soon as he put his foot down, he stopped in wonder. He jumped and ran and shook his head. The men laughed, but Buck did not know what was so funny. It was the first time he had seen snow. This new place was full of surprises. Buck was sure that Perrault and Francois would sell him to someone else. He supposed he would spend his new life going from one owner to the next. But these men did not sell him. They wanted Buck and the other dogs to pull a big, heavy sled. The ground was covered with snow and ice. It would have been just as easy to skate on it as it was to walk. Pulling the sled was hard work, but Buck was strong, and soon he could do it well. Some of the other dogs had pulled sleds before, and they helped teach him. That night, Buck was very tired and cold. Perrault and Francois were in a warm tent. Buck tried to go in, but the men just laughed and sent him out. Buck didn't know where he was going to sleep. He looked for the other dogs, but they were gone. As Buck walked along, he fell down into the cold snow. He jumped up again in a hurry. There was something under the snow, something that moved. It was Billy, one of the other dogs. Buck saw that Billy had made a small hole in the snow. There he slept warmly, as fast as he could. Buck made a hole of his own. In a minute, he was warm and sleeping too. Soon the light would ring out a new day. Again, the ground was covered with enough ice to skate on. Again, he and the other dogs would pull the sled. They were starting a long trip. Day after day, Francois, Perrault, and the dogs went on through ice and snow. Buck began to see that he had to change his old ways. He ate faster so the other dogs would not take his food. And one day he took a piece of bacon. While Perrault's back was turned. End of chapter two. Chapter three. Trouble in the camp. This new life was not easy for Buck. He and the eight other dogs worked hard. From early in the day to late afternoon, they pulled the sled. By night. Buck was so tired; all he could do was eat and sleep. One night, it took him a long time to find a good place to sleep. The day had been hard and cold. Once Buck made his bed, he didn't even want to get up for supper, but he was too hungry to go without it. Buck took his fish from Francois and went back to his warm bed. He stopped suddenly. Another dog had taken his place. There lay Spitz. 
He had been trying for days to get Buck to fight. Buck had been careful to keep out of his way. But this was too much. With an angry roar, Buck jumped on Spitz. Just then, he heard the men cry out. Wild dogs came running from the woods. There were many of them. They were looking for food. Perrault and Francois were shouting and trying to kick them. That was the end of Buck's fight with Spitz. Now he and the eight other sled dogs would have to fight the wild ones. By the time the last wild dog had run away, all the sled dogs had been hurt. Francois and Perrault wished they could give their dogs a rest, but they had to go on with their trip. The next part of the trip was the hardest. Once Buck and another dog named Dave fell in a river. Like magic, they were coated with ice. The men made a fire.